cultivating an executive mindset is the foundation to curating and elevating your executive presence. Why? Because what you think of you drives how you show up and how you speak, which drives how others see and perceive you. Want to know how to develop an executive presence that can command any room? Well, stick around and you will find out. You are listening to the Speaking Made Simple podcast, where we simplify the process of becoming a captivating communicator by bringing you practical tips and strategies so you can learn to show up and speak confidently anytime, anywhere. Hey, hey, fabulous leading friend. Welcome to another episode of the Speaking Made Simple podcast. My name is Chila Muskin and I am your host. I am a speaker, author, certified speaking coach, and the founder of Speaking Made Simple. I am so excited to be back with you. We are on a series talking about what it means to develop a strong executive presence. If you listened to last week's episode, you know that we talked about what is an executive presence why we should have one, why is it important to develop your own executive presence. And then we briefly touched on the three components of an executive presence. And as I mentioned in last week's episode, we're going to dive with each key point a little bit deeper in the following weeks. And so in today's episode, we're going to take a deeper look at why starting with cultivating an executive mindset is so important and how in order for the other pieces to fit, this is where we need to start. Now, before we dive in, as I mentioned in last week's episode, I'm going to have a fun announcement for you. And if you are in my inner circle, you're going to receive an email in a couple of days and you're going to get announcement before anybody else. If you are not part of my inner circle, now is the perfect time to jump on so that you can get in on the news in a couple of days when I'm sending out the announcement. It's an easy way to join my inner circle. You just go to speakingmadesimple.co forward slash weekly. And you not only get to be a part of the community, but you will also receive weekly digests, in-depth digests on how to become a better communicator, a more confident communicator so that you can show up in any room with your message and make an impact. Again, you can go to speakingmadesimple.co forward slash weekly. Okay, so let's talk about how to develop an executive mindset. What are some of the things that you need to pay attention to in order to elevate how you think? What are those three key areas that are going to make a difference in how you are perceived, how people look at you, um, what kind of an impression you make in any room, and how you first and foremost see yourself? And the number one key component of developing an executive mindset, meaning how you think, is to have purpose. Now, what does purpose have to do with first impressions and having an executive presence? Well, when someone is driven, 
by purpose. It's as though they carry an invisible magnet around them. They attract attention, respect, and intrigue. But why is that? Well, first, purpose breeds confidence. When a person is clear about their mission and what they're working towards, it grants them a level of determination that is both palpable and contagious. We love being around purpose-driven people. And many times we can't even put our finger on why. It's just that they are full of life and we love being around people who are filled with joy, filled with purpose, and full of life. Second, purpose sparks passion. People can tell when you're speaking from your heart, and this passion is highly magnetic. At the co-working space that I go and visit a couple of times a week, um, there is a community of women that are highly driven. And any woman you walk up to and ask her about her purpose, what her mission is in life, her business, you will instantly see a spark in their eyes when they start talking about a business. And there's this particular woman who has been in business for over 10 years, but she's really passionate about helping women be financially free, knowing how to manage their finances. And anytime she starts talking about this passion that she has for women that she serves in her business, you can tell, and it's contagious. I could listen to her all day long. It makes people um, take notice, not only that, you know, it attracts them to you, Um, that they want to engage with you, but they want to hear your story. They want to connect on a deeper level, right? And when we have this purpose, it breeds passion. And third, purpose gives us direction and focus. This sense of direction makes people with purpose very proactive and decisive, traits that others really admire and respect. And it makes them appear organized and competent, qualities that really elevate their executive presence. We all love to be around people who are purpose-driven in their actions. They're intentional about how they show up, how they interact, and how they lead their lives. And this is why it's so important to have clarity around our purpose for this season of life and in our business, that's going to show up in any room that you walk into. So the very first thing that you need to get clear on is your purpose. The second component of developing an executive mindset is to have a strong and healthy self-image. At its core, executive presence is about conveying confidence credibility, and honesty, to be transparent, right? It's about being perceived as a leader, regardless of your rank or your position, title. To project these qualities to others, you first need to believe in these qualities yourself, right? You first need to believe that you are a leader that you belong in any room. And this is where 
self-image and self-worth come in. Self-image is how you see yourself, your perception of who you are, how you think of you. And self-worth is the value that you assign to yourself, how valuable you think you are just by existing, not by your achievements, not anything that you have done, but just by simply being born and being alive on this earth. When your self-image and your self-worth are healthy and positive and strong, you're comfortable in your own skin. You're not pretending to be someone else or trying to fit into a certain mold or trying to fit in a room or um, mold yourself around everybody else, right? This authenticity is a key aspect of executive presence. When you know your value, you are also comfortable embracing the fact that you are deserving of respect, of success, and happiness. If your self-worth is strong, you're not easily swayed by criticism or failure or people not liking you. You don't need external validation to feel good about yourself. And this deep-rooted confidence naturally commands respect and is a crucial part of an executive presence, developing an executive presence and walking into any room comfortably and confidently and owning your space in that room. So a healthy self-image and a strong sense of self-worth aren't just important to developing an executive presence. They are the foundation on which it's built. They empower you to show up as your best self, not just in the boardroom, but in all aspects of your life. And this is a lesson that took me a long time to learn. It was one of those stories that was really hard for me to rewrite. Because of my background, coming from a highly abusive background, I grew up to be a very insecure individual. And as a teenager, as a young adult, I really struggled with my self-image. And I honestly did not believe that I had much worth. And so as you can imagine, walking into a room, I did not think much of myself and it showed and I got the results of what I thought of myself because what I thought of myself dictated how I showed up, how I spoke or didn't speak and the image that I projected and people responded accordingly. And this is why it's so important for us to pay attention to the inner narrative that's going on in our brains constantly. Those unworthy stories we keep telling ourselves, things that may have been passed down to us from our parents, or maybe things that have been told us for years by somebody else and we made it our own. And now these narratives are driving our actions and our results, right? And so it's important for us to take a really close look at our self-image. And if we don't have a healthy self-image, to take the time and start working on it intentionally. Because the very first step in changing anything 
is to first become aware of what needs to be changed, of where we are and where we want to be, and how we can start bridging that gap and make our way to where we actually want to be, becoming the person we actually want to become. So that's the second component of developing an executive mindset. And then finally, the third component of developing an executive mindset is to be service-minded. Executive presence is not just about how you present yourself. It's very much about how you engage with others. And here's where being service-minded and audience-focused really will help you out. When you are service-minded, two things happen, which I absolutely love. First of all, the pressure is taken off to perform. When you show up on stage or in any room and the first thing that comes to your mind or your focus is to serve others, Suddenly, this tremendous pressure to impress, to perform, is taken off because the focus is no longer on you. It's on the person you are talking to. And one of the greatest things that have helped me to be able to show up on any stage and communicate with an audience and really engage is to think every time before I go on stage to think, who is one person that I can serve today? I'm here for that person. I'm here for her. This is not about me. This is for that person who's sitting in the audience and is struggling with this particular thing. And I am here to help that person overcome or find hope, a little bit of hope to keep moving forward. And as soon as I make that mindset shift, it suddenly, the, 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 the spotlight is taken off of me and I can now just come in and serve the person who is sitting in the audience. The second thing that happens when we are service-minded and we truly focus on um, being helpful versus impressing is we stand out more than anything or anyone else in the room. Why? Because unfortunately, most people, uh, maybe intentionally or not intentionally, show up in a room and have this mindset of, oh, how can I impress people? How can I get more clients? How can I get my business out there, right? And so they're very self-oriented and self-centered, quote unquote. And what ends up happening is that, you know, their message gets washed away because you want it or not, we all want others to notice us, right? And so when you go into a room, when you get on stage and you are there to genuinely serve people, you are going to stick out like a sore thumb. (laughs) When you walk into a room with a mindset that I have nothing to prove, first of all, what a freeing thought that is, right? I have nothing to prove. I don't need to impress anybody in this room. I just want to show up and add value as much as I possibly can. That's first of all, so freeing. But then when you start cultivating this idea that I want nothing from you, but everything for you attitude, suddenly you are more able to connect and engage. Instead of thinking, 
Well, here I am. Who's going to walk up to me? Who's going to talk to me? Who's going to notice me? Instead of thinking like that, thinking, "Ah, there you are. How are you doing? How can I help you today? Who can I connect you with? Suddenly, you are able to connect on a deeper level. And guess what? Those are the people that are going to remember you versus the person who's there to get, get, get. I remember five years ago, it was about five or six years ago, I just moved to Nashville with my family and I was invited to an event and I walked into the room and as I was starting to hear people introducing themselves, I very quickly realized that I had no place being in that room. Most of the people who were in that room were highly, highly successful business owners, business owners who have been in business for a very long time and doing extremely well. Um, A lot of them had accolades upon accolades, lists of things that they have accomplished. And so as I was just listening, I thought to myself, I have nothing to offer in this room, absolutely nothing to offer. So what I decided to do was that I was just going to be a great listener. I was going to take the time and really get to know people, ask them questions, how they got to where they are, what their business is all about. And I just wanted to listen because I truly felt like I had nothing to give. And at the end of the the event, I met an individual who um, worked at one of the big local companies. He was an executive and we really hit it off. We just connected. And I really didn't know much about what he did other than the fact that he worked for this company and he was in a leading leadership position. And when the night ended, we exchanged uh, business cards and I went off on my way only to receive an email a week later from this individual saying how much he enjoyed interacted and to interact with me and enjoyed meeting me. And he said, you know, he is in charge of events at his company and his company was putting on an event, a banquet to celebrate all of their employees, which was about 400 employees in the local area. And if I would be interested to come and do a keynote message at this banquet. I was floored (laughs) because remember, I walked into this room thinking I have nothing to give. And I, I truly felt like I didn't. But to him, what stood out was that I was one of the best listeners, and he called it one of the best conversationalists. But I, I truly believe what makes someone the best conversationalist is a person who is really good at listening, being an active listener. And so as a result, I got a speaking engagement that I wasn't even looking for at all. And so try this on. Next time you walk into a room, have this mindset shift. Think instead of walking into the room and say, okay, here I am. How can I impress people? How can I make the best connections? Think, oh, there you are. How can I serve you? How how can I add value to you? How can I help you make connections? And you will see it's going to result in amazing outcomes. 
And sometimes, not right away, sometimes it will take two or three years. I've had that happen too, where I made a connection with someone at an event, totally forgot about that connection. And three years later, that person reached out and became a client. And so you never know where it leads, but I truly believe that serving others will never steer you wrong. So there you have it, my friend. Those are the three areas that I would encourage you to pay attention to and work on in order to develop an executive mindset. Now, if you want to take this a step further and actually have an exercise that you can do throughout the week, here's what I would encourage you to do. I want you to create your own self-image journal. So first of all, get a simple notebook that you can exclusively use for this exercise. Then I want you to start by making a list of your current self-image. How do you think of yourself? When you think of who you are as a person, I want you to write down all the things that come to mind. Once you made the list, I want you to question your statements. Put them on trial. Are they true? Are these things that I tell about myself really true? Do I have evidence for it? Do I have evidence against it, right? And put your thoughts on trial. I want you to be a a really good lawyer and, and question yourself. And then continue in the journal by making a list of all your accomplishments. And I want you to brag. Don't be shy. Write down any and all accomplishments that you can think of. And now I want you to move on to creating a list with your strengths. What are you really good at? What comes easily to you? What are the things you don't waver on? What do other people point out as strengths in you or come to you um, for advice on? Make that list. And then finally, make a list of your desired self-image, the traits you want to embody. And this exercise is easier if you start with an I am statement. So put yourself in your future ideal self the person that has a strong and healthy self-image. How would she think? How does she speak? How does she show up in a room? How does she dress? How does she communicate, express herself? What kind of boundaries does she have? I want you to write that list down. And this is the list you should read and see every single day. This is the list you should start embodying right now, starting today. Now, you won't become her overnight, but the more you practice these traits, the more they will become part of your new identity, your new self-image, the person you are working to become. And the more you practice, the more evidence you build up for that new identity, that new person you are becoming. So try it and let me know how it goes for you. Um, if you want to, you can check out the list underneath the, in the show notes um, for the exercises because I know I, I've given you five steps to do. 
So you can check that out in the show notes. I have it listed for you. But here's my conclusion. Having a strong self-image plays a foundational role in how we present ourselves, how we interact with others, and how others perceive us. It is the first and most crucial step in developing an executive mindset and as a result, developing an executive presence. Be careful how you see yourself, what you say about yourself. Be intentional about designing your own self-image, designing yourself. Okay, friend, I hope that you found this helpful. I hope that you feel like it was well worth your time. I know that your time and your attention are your most precious assets. And so the fact that you are here just says so much to me. And I want to commend you for taking the time to invest in yourself every single week. As I said before, in a couple of weeks, I have some fun announcements that are coming out. If you're not part of my inner circle yet, you can join now for free at speakingmadesimple.co forward slash weekly. Okay, friend, I want to encourage you to continue showing up for yourself, showing up for your audience. Your voice, story, and message are so needed in this world. And that unique thing only you can offer, the world needs that. Okay, friend. Bye for now.